0: networking and marketing made simple is for you the business owner that has a product service or message that you truly believe in my name is scott aaron and each week we'll take a behind the scenes look at real world networking and marketing tactics while leveraging linkedin to get what you have in front of many more people thanks for spending time with me and let's get started Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode. Uh, Number one, obviously, we have another interview coming at you, and uh, I know just from all the feedback that we get each and every week from you guys about all the amazing, amazing people that we have on the podcast, how much you appreciate the stories, the journey, all of the pitfalls, the ups and downs that these people have shared to get to where they are today. The other thing that I'm excited about is the the topic of today's uh, conversation, um, which is all built around uh, high performance. Now, this is something that some people may may know about, um, other people may not know about, and that's why we're kind of lifting the veil on what it actually means to be a high performance coach and who I have for you today. We're gonna dive into all that, what it means, how it could help you, who it's a fit for, and what can actually change when you become a high performer yourself. So with that behind us, Lisa Goldenthal, welcome to today's episode.
1: Scott, it is my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So before we, we talk about all the aspects of high performance coaching, especially for the executive realms of things. If, if you could rewind the tape yourself on your journey on, you know, what you do and how you do it, who you do it for, if you could go back in time, rewind that tape and press stop at a point where you feel that was your catalytic or pivotal moment where the light was turned on, you realize this is what I want to do, and I want to continue going down this road that has led you to where you are today into the future. What was that moment for you?
1: Well, thanks for the question. There's actually, to be honest, there's been so many life-changing moments in my life of the entrepreneurial journey, which is never like a straight shot. It's been more like a bumpy road. And the more bumps I hit in the road, the more I realize that My resilience and my grit are things that can help others to perform better in all areas of their life. Um, My early career started in health and wellness. I was um, back in the day when I lived in New York. I worked for corporate health and wellness sales for New York sports clubs, and I moved out to Los Angeles. I kept along the journey. I always was involved in teaching exercise, sales and marketing of exercise, fitness, And group fitness, even before that. So not to date myself, but that was a long time ago. At any rate, (laughs) the journey of when my book came out in 2019, The Boss Weight Loss, I realized there was a real double meaning of the name and decided that LinkedIn is my jam to focus solely on LinkedIn for bosses in particular, because I feel like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I like to help people perform better in all areas of their life, not just health and fitness, but starting with that, because the top 5% of all performers that are the highest performers in the world are fit.
0: You know, there's a, a, I'm great. I'm glad you, you brought that point up because any of the the top high performers out there that people kind of latch on to the biggest names out there there's three things that they always talk about that help them the most. Number one, they eat healthy. Number two, they get plenty of sleep. And number three, they work out every single day. Because how are you going to show up your best self if you are not taking care of yourself? So my whole belief is that self-care is the best care. And it's interesting that you say that because any of these people that people are following you don't see them out of shape. You see very in-shape people. You know, the Ed Milets of the world, right? Tony Robbins, all those guys. Everyone, they're not stepping on a bodybuilding stage, but they are very fit individuals. And I think there's a lot to say about one of the first steps to becoming a high performer is making sure that the vehicle that you're looking to perform in, which is your body, you're making sure that you're taking care of it to its utmost potential and possibility
1: absolutely i i really feel like that is self-leadership how you lead yourself other people are looking it's influence people are influenced by others that lead themselves first and it really comes down to discipline i would say all the things you mentioned they eat healthy but it's also about emotional mastery too i mean we could go there if you want to talk about Self-leadership in disruptive times is about not reacting, but responding to disruption.
0: Yeah, I mean, emotional intelligence is, is huge. And that EQ aspect of, of our mindset, I always tell people that this, the six inches between your ears will, will either hurt you or help you, and it's your choice of what you want it to be. So let, let's dive into that aspect. How How important is it for someone to really get their mindset right not with just getting their body that it needs to be in. You know, we're talking about the way that you do one thing is the way that you do everything. So if you want your body to be in good shape, you also want your business to be in good shape. And that starts with your mindset. So how impactful and how important is that?
1: Well, I would say that mindset isn't the only thing, but it's everything at the same time because it's hard. Let's just face it. Everything that we want to do that's really great in this world requires a lot of effort. And every single day, I like to set my mind up for success. Ever since 2020, I attended UPW with Tony Robbins and I'm a fan and I was like, okay, I'm going to do the priming meditation every single day. And it helps me set my mindset up for success. I'm like, what am I grateful for? So even if it's something small, I find something to be grateful for, hopefully three things, but at least one every single day and what do I want to focus on. And how you want to lead yourself is how you're going to lead your your business. So I would say leading yourself first is a mindset. And the EQ piece of that is everything because influence depends on how you lead yourself. So if somebody throws a big, huge disruption in your face, which happens every single day for the last three and a half years to a lot of us, How are you going to react Is how people are going to notice? Like you have a pause. You can take that pause as Viktor Frankl said, the powerful pause between the stimulus and the response. Instead of reacting, you can catch that brick, whatever someone threw at you. And then you can repeat back what the situation is. And this does a lot of things. It helps the other person feel heard. And then they're going to like you more because you listen and gives you some time to buy yourself some time as to, like, how am I going to thoughtfully respond so I'm not focused on the problem? But if you want to be solution-focused, it's going to be a more thought-out response instead of, what do you mean the sky is falling? You'd be like, oh, so I'm hearing you say that the stock market crashed right now. Is that true?
0: It's the so-what-now-what what mentality right so right. all right so what this has happened now what are we going to do about it so it's it's living in just to your point it's instead of living in the problem live in the solution so how did obviously physical wellness physical fitness business wellness and all that stuff cuz there i i did a, a video i don't even know a couple years ago at this point and i remember i was i was down the shore on vacation Uh, I came out of the gym and I wanted to do a video on LinkedIn and I, I was correlating my, my time, um, almost, you know, 18 years in help the health and wellness industry, uh, compared to what my wife and I are doing now growing our business. And, you know, and I said, there's a lot of correlation between what it takes to grow a healthy body, to grow a healthy business. And I said, you know, you have, you have to be consistent. You have to have a routine you have to be structured because it's it's easy to just hit that snooze button, obviously we we build a home gym, so I have no excuse anymore, and I do work out seven days a week still because it's just a part of what I do what What got you intrigued a into the the fitness side of things and and keeping in shape and wanting to make that part of your daily ritual, but also, how has that helped you become a high performer yourself?
1: Well, there's a couple of things. I've been in the health and fitness business. I started at a really early age. So, okay, it was a long time ago, like in the 80s, <laughs> before you guys were even born. And so I guess I'm the OG in fitness. Like I started out teaching classes and I find that I am somewhat of a high anxiety type of person. And I think the reason I've always grabbed like sort of drifted towards fitness, whether it be running the New York Marathon, you know, teaching group fitness or spinning or training people and sales and marketing and fitness. It's just something that I wholeheartedly my whole entire life have believed that it's helped me like when the going gets tough. And like I said, my road to success has not been straight shot and neither is anybody else that I've ever interviewed on my podcast the whole CEO of Lisa G which I was lucky enough to have you on I feel that fitness gives me strength and power the same way that meditation does to do the hard things because the hard things are required it's not only discipline but it's like day in day out over time performing exceeding your levels of performance and pushing yourself. It's something that I have always done. And I think it does also calm me down.
0: Our our mental state is so important. And, you know, Tony calls it priming. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of names for it. And, you know, stating your intentions for the day, all, all, all those things. And for me, well, first I want to say, I got to be doing something right, because I'm I'm a 70s baby. So, um I'm doing something. Right. And uh, so I, I appreciate that. Um, and and again, you know, my my father, who's still in the health and wellness industry, he still competes competitively in bench press contests at 71 years old. Um, wow. You know, he's the one that, you know, inspired me. Uh, I didn't really get into working out until um, I, I took over the f- first family gym in 1998, 1999. But I was always an athlete. Still am. I love it. Physical fitness has been a part of my life. It's now a part of our son's life. Um, He's a, you know, he's 11 years old. He already made the travel baseball team in the local area. So he's doing great things. And he comes down to the gym with me to do his pushups and all that stuff. So it's a lot of fun. And, you know, you, you mentioned that it, it hasn't been a, a straight shot to the top for, for what you're doing. And my wife and I call it the hockey stick effect where, you know, a hockey stick, there's that, you know, equal plane where you're just kind of crawling along and then all of a sudden it starts to curve up and you don't know how long that it's going to take you to get to that curve what do you feel was one of the greatest lessons that you learned from one of the lower points in your in your career that taught you so much that you know primed you and got you ready for the success that obviously you're now having into the future that you share with other people
1: well i would like to share with your audience that First of all, it is a long game. You always have to think long game. Like you said with your hockey puck, it wasn't like, oh, you just have to follow my program and then in 90 days, you're going to knock it out of the park. I've been told that and it's simply not true. I'm going to stand here and tell you that, like I said, you got to do the hard things. You got to have the discipline. You got to put in the reps and whatever cliches i can throw out at you basically it's hard and you got to put in the work so the biggest lessons that i learned which is always hard for me is to enjoy the journey you know when you launch something it doesn't land and then you go oh i'm so grateful that it didn't land i can launch something else i've done that and it takes grit it takes discipline so i have learned that there's no easy button i'm sorry staples there is no easy button, and the people that are going to tell you that, there's a million of them spamming me on my DMs on LinkedIn 24-7 in my email, scamming me, trying to do this, this, and that, and I'm here to say, Scott, you're an expert on LinkedIn, but not everybody is, is knows what they're doing. Not everyone's put in the reps, and if you want to succeed in business, you got to think long game and be willing to fail. I failed so many times that I'm starting to be like, yeah, this really failed. You have to get to that point.
0: I could not agree more. You know, I'm very open about my story about, you know, making millions in the fitness industry, uh, losing everything and being over a million dollars in debt, having to file for personal bankruptcy, losing a house. Uh, there's been a lot of ups and downs, but to your point, uh, people see the glory, but they don't know the story. And I can guarantee you anyone that anyone watching this or listening to this, anyone that you follow on social media, whether it's Lisa or myself or anyone else, I guarantee you they've gone through some sort of difficult time in their life where they questioned what they were doing, but they found a way to move forward. And for me, I always tell people that one of my superpowers is resiliency. You know, you can knock me down as many times as you want, but I'm going to get back up. It's just it's just how I've been wired. Because I know that life is not a straight line. Business is not a straight line. That's why Darren Hardy wrote the book, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, because what's the first thing that we do when when we get on a roller coaster? We pull that safety harness down because there's going to be twists, turns, you're going to get shot out of a cannon, you're going to even go backwards at times. So for someone that needs clarity around what high performance coaching actually is, because you know... There's the meaning behind what a high performer is, but there's the, the sub-meaning of what it actually means to be a high-performance coach that teaches that to others. How would you clearly define that to the audience?
1: Well, that's a great um, question, Scott, because to me, everybody can be like a success story, but high performers to me are people who can perform at better than average over the long haul. So support is how they got there. All the best athletes in the world have support. All the best leaders in the world have support. And leadership is a lonely road. So if you want to perform at your best, whatever that gap is in your life, it's about support. So I hold people to the highest level of accountability to do the thing they said they were going to do for the reason that they said matter. And at the highest level... It's really, they need someone who's not even in their organization at times that they can trust to talk to about these disruptions that are going on in our environment right now. All the stuff that they have, to, you know, numbers to meet, they have boards, they have people they're accountable to. So I hold people that level of accountability because they're in such responsible positions themselves. They need someone to support them.
0: Everybody needs support. Every coach has a coach. Uh, everybody has a mentor or someone they're looking up to. And I believe in accountability. I, I'm I'm very self-motivated. My wife would tell you that. If you give me a checklist of things that need to get done, I'll, I'll get them done right away. That's just how I am. I'm an action taker. But not everybody is wired like that. But I, oh, I also wasn't always like that. I've gotten better over time. So for someone that's listening to this, Lisa, that is maybe wanting just one clear takeaway or one small tip that you can give them of what they need to do to start turning that page of going from someone that is just kind of dwelling where they are and, you know, sitting on their hands, twiddling their thumbs, not moving forward to then taking that first step to becoming a high performer. What can that person do?
1: Well, I'd love to just give you a few simple steps. Like Change is hard because we make it hard, but if you want to really change, and we all want to change, and I love this time of the year, whenever you're listening to this, it is it is the beginning of the year. It's time to really do things. And it sounds simple, but you got to know what you want. Clarity is your best friend on the journey. So did you know that people that set clear goals are 10 times more likely to achieve them? So I would say a few short steps would be having the perseverance to do the daily discipline of doing things better than we did them yesterday is a great quote by Angela Duckworth. And I say that because if you don't know what you want quite specifically, you'll never find it. So start with clarity, aim low. Yep, you heard me right. Setting achievable goals are gonna give you your highest success rate. So if I had to give you, uh, if you wanna lose five pounds, for example, I would say losing weight is a vague goal, but having a specific goal, I want to lose five pounds by the summer because I want to look hot. And, you know, I want to be having that energy and that nonstop energy that's required in business. And then just give up, like we talked about on the easy button. There's no quick, easy route. You got to put in the reps. So clarity, aim low in put in the reps and seek help before you need it.
0: You know, Those the less, Le, Les Brown has a quote that says, if you want to take the easy road, expect to live a hard life. But if you're willing to take the hard road, you're going to be able to create an easy life. So I, and my wife and I actually recently listened to a podcast episode that uh, there's a, a, there's been a new study done. And they found actually a new area of the human brain that they found grows over time in people that are willing to challenge themselves and try hard and difficult things. So the study came about uh, in athletes. They were studying uh, the athlete athlete brain and, and how it functions compared to just everyday people. And they found that this one area was more enlarged than others. And it's because athletes are willing to push themselves past the natural limitations of what people will do. They, they get uncomfortable, right? They stretch themselves. They work extremely hard and they, they don't stop. They continue to try to be their best. And that's the whole aspect of the peak of one mountain is the valley of the next. So you're always reaching, you're always climbing, you're always moving forward. So I I love how you stated that because you have to have a North star. You have to be clear of what you want to achieve. It's just like getting into a car and not punching in the GPS coordinates of where you want to go. And that destination may only be about 10 minutes away, but if you try to figure out how to get there yourself, it may take you 10 hours. So do you want to 10 X the ability to get there or do you want to take the slow, Meandering road and maybe not even get there. And that's why it's important to set those goals. So I love that you said that. Now,
1: thank you. Also, too, I love the idea of the neuroplasticity of the brain on the possibility that we can grow new parts of our brain. That's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, the human body itself, people don't realize it's a miracle every single day we wake up. Like we go to sleep and your body's still doing what it normally does, the blood's still flowing. You know, you're still breathing while you're sleeping, right? You're unconscious. Your your lungs are inflating and deflating. Your heart is pumping, everything. And then throw in like dreams and stuff where your subconscious and unconscious comes into play. That could be a whole episode in itself. So Lisa, if if someone was to ask you, because there are a lot of high performance coaches out there, if someone was to ask you, what is one thing that makes you different or unique with what you do than anybody else out there? What would you say that one thing is?
1: Oh, Scott, I love that question too because I'm certainly not everybody's cup of tea. I think coaching is such a personal relationship. You got to find someone that you feel comfortable speaking to. And I think because of all the hard things I've been through in my life, and I don't want to get into details because everyone has, but I'd say my emotional intelligence and listening skills are there because I am empathetic, because I know what it's like to have to struggle and to keep going. And my grit and resilience, I just got married. And that is a huge accomplishment to me because before that, I was, you know, putting in the reps. And if you can accomplish anything, you you can accomplish a huge goal like that. And it's because I'm empathetic. I'm greedy AF and I just put in the reps and I'm someone you can talk to and I can listen to the hard things because I know what it's like to struggle.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like there's certain things in our life that prime us and get us ready for other things. You know, um, it took me a long time to find my wife. I I had uh, some other marriages that didn't work out the way that I thought they would. I don't see either of them as a, a failure at all. Um, they were experiences and lessons that I learned that made me a better person. Maybe I didn't realize it at the time, but it prepared me for meeting her at the right time, which now we have, you know, seven years together, which I'm so grateful for. And it's getting better every single day. And I wouldn't have it any other way. So, um, well, congratulations to you. you. And, and that's, that's, again, you know, having that that client coach relationship is so important. It's that know, like, and trust. And it's understanding that, you know, as a coach, as a consultant, you know, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And we're here to listen more and talk less because it's not about, you know, anything more than what we can do for you to help you get to where you want to be. So
1: yeah, Lisa, also, if, if, can I just add one more thing to that? It's please. also about not letting people off the hook. So, you know, you might think I'm nice, but I'm not going to take any excuses either.
0: Yeah. So uh, Barack Obama has a quote that says, excuses uh, are the words spoken by the incompetent. And it's so where, where that quote came about, Nancy was working for, she worked for two Fortune 50 companies and she had said something like, you know, to one of her higher ups that she couldn't do this and. And he goes, excuses are just words for the incompetent. And it kind of like stopped her in her tracks. And, and he said to her, he goes, I'm sorry to use just such hard words, but you know, stop making excuses. You know, that's just that's going to halt you with where you are. You're better than that. And you're not right. an incompetent person. You're a very competent person. So go figure it out. And she did. And she's carried that with her. So I just love that quote. And it's stop making the excuses. And just to your point. Uh, Like you, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a very loving, caring person. But when someone needs to get tough love, I'm going to tell you straight, I'm not going to sugarcoat things because I wouldn't be doing my job if I wasn't going to tell you how it was. I'm not going to just let you get away with faltering or playing small. If I'm playing big, you're going to play big with me. So we're in the same sandbox together.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it's like excuses or results. You guys get to choose. If you want something, you have to have someone hold you accountable and you have to do the hard work.
0: Absolutely. So, Lisa, for those that uh, are interested in in finding more about you and your work and how you help people and, and some of the things that you have going on right now, what's the best way for people to find out how to work with you and to check out all the things that you have going on with your business?
1: Well, thanks, Scott, for the question. I know you and I connected on LinkedIn. That's my jam, Lisa Goldenthal. I'm on LinkedIn, but also too, I'm running a challenge, which is going to be a course, and it's my boss program for peak fitness and weight loss because looking around pandas ate all winter long and pandemics extended that for a lot of people. So I feel like to be a top performer, let's start with your health and fitness. So if you guys want to enter that challenge, it'll be on LinkedIn and in the show notes.
0: Awesome. So you're not going to have to go too far to find all that information about Lisa and her challenge and everything that she has going on. And uh, do follow her on LinkedIn. She's got some great content out there. She has a great following and just a a value-added individual that you guys would not be sorry connecting with or following on LinkedIn. So, Lisa, final question before we sign off today. What does success truly mean to you?
1: Well, I love that question, too, because it's not what I always thought it was. I'm a very driven person. Very type A, I come across all nice, but I'm really on fire most of the time. Like, just I got to do this. And it's not only monetary success, you know, as I learned later in life, it's also about having that work life balance because I have gotten burned out before, just trying to be on fire all the time, like chasing my towel around in circles. And so it was only that when I finally stopped letting my phone and my computer jump in bed with me and I started traveling more and letting love back into my life after it hasn't worked out necessarily previous tries around. I found that having work-life balance and business success are equally important because there's so many cliches about that too, like at the end of the day, no one's going to care how much they worked. You want to leave an impact. And you want to have someone to witness your life with. And I'd say leading with balance is success to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, work-life integration is everything. That's why Nancy and I set our life up to only have to work three days a week. We have three days that we work, four days that we don't. We want to live more and work less so we can be able to spend the time with those that we want to spend it with when we want, how often we want. And uh, obviously, you're a, a prime example of that as well. Leading by example. And just to appreciate you so much for coming on to the podcast today and sharing your wisdom and all your knowledge with my listeners. I know they're going to take so much away from it. And I do hope that they come to the challenge, and I'm sure they will.
1: Thanks, Scott.
0: So, for those that are listening, all the information about Lisa, her challenge, and how to connect with her will be in the show notes, the description of this episode, and the email that goes out corresponding with this. Uh, Do connect with her. And uh, as always, please continue to support the podcast. You know what the goal for 2024 is. It's the road to 1, 000, 1 million downloads. Uh, we are now 75% of the way there. We're approaching 750,000 downloads and it couldn't be done without all out all of your help. So continue to support the podcast, continue to let us know what you want to hear more of, leave a ratings and reviews so we can continue to make this podcast the best. So everyone, please enjoy the rest of your days and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for checking out today's episode. If you could, please support this podcast by hopping over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or any place that you're listening to this, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you loved most and what you would like to hear more of. But also, if you would like to learn how to take your business to the next level, whether it's using LinkedIn or working directly with myself and Nancy in our intimate group coaching programs, you can head over to www.thetimetogrow.com or scotteron.net to learn more. Thank you again for your support, love and gratitude, and I'll talk to you soon.